Welcome to the African Tech Roundup, episode 99. Now, this is where we round up the week's most important tech, digital, and innovation news from across the African continent. My name is Andy Lemasugu, and a warm welcome to you. Uh, this week, I'll be sharing a conversation I had with Bola Lawal, the Nigerian co-founder of ScholarX, a scholarship-finding startup based in the U.S. Now, he and I sat down to chat shortly after the African Tech Roundup Live State of the Startup event that we hosted last week, which, by the way, was amazing. I must thank all of you who attended the event in Santon during GEC 2017. So many cool firsts last week. The first time GEC was hosted on the African continent. The first time we hosted a live version of the podcast, complete with a live stream to Facebook. It went so incredibly well. We're definitely going to do it again. Uh, and again, a big thank you to the intimate crowd we drew to the actual venue and then the 1,171 of you who actually tuned in on Facebook live on the day. We totally saw you, fam. Thank you ever so much for joining us. Do it again. And I know that some of you have been asking what happened to the live stream footage uh, that we had on Facebook. Well, we took it down after 24 hours or so because we'll edit it into more bite-sized versions and we'll certainly put all the best bits on the podcast itself. And next week is episode 100. Would you believe 100 Unbroken weeks of bringing the African Tech Roundup to you. Um, it's been an incredible ride so far. And so for episode 100 and 101, we'll be bring, bringing you the very best from the African Tech Roundup live state of the startup. So just hang in there, fam. Uh, you'll get it all, uh, but you'll get it in a way that's um, a lot more interesting and fun, certainly convenient to consume. This week, though, I'll ask that you allow me to forego discussing the biggest headlines from the past week. Uh, that's just because um, the team and I are still recovering from the excitement from last week. A lot of things in our schedule we should have had to push out of the way in order to make way for our live event. And now we're actually gearing up to attend the Enterprise Africa Summit in Ghana between the 22nd and the 24th of March. I'm really excited to meet some of you out in Ghana. It'll be my very first time in the country and I'll certainly be taking my mic along uh, to capture some interesting conversations where I can. Uh, so do look out for me. Um, if you see me and you think you recognize me, just come say hey uh, and let's get to know each other, yeah? And in terms of what I'm doing at the Enterprise Africa Summit, I'm pleased to let you know that on the last day, I'll be on a panel with the Nigerian business leader and philanthropist, Tony Elumelu, which I am I have to say, I'm just honored to, to get the opportunity to actually sit across him and, and be in dialogue, which is incredible. But I'm certainly not going to leave you guys hanging. Like I said earlier, there's an, an incredible chat I had uh, with Bola Lawal um, that I'm going to share with you. It's certainly worth sticking around for. But before we get into that conversation, this episode of the African Tech Roundup is brought to you by GoDaddy. Now, GoDaddy makes registering domain names fast, simple, and affordable. They are the world's largest domain registrar, and they're trusted by over 13 million customers all around the world. They'll provide you with everything you need to get your business set up online, including award-winning 24-7 support. Now, to save 30% on a new domain name or to use any of the other services, go to trygodaddy.com forward slash African Tech. That's trygodaddy.com forward slash African Tech to save yourself 30%. And so, yeah, I'm about to roll the tape on my conversation with Bola Lawal, uh, the Nigerian co-founder of ScholarX, 
a pretty phenomenal startup trying to do great things. And uh, one of the, the international guests we actually had uh, fly in for our event, uh, at least to attend it, fly in for GEC and then make a point of attending our event, which we're really, really honored to have uh, happen, um, not just with Bola, but um, uh, we had several other guests who came from very far away to to basically spend the morning with us last week, Thursday. And, you know, it was really just uh, mind-blowing to meet people that we've been interacting with online and and hear their stories. And, uh, and so Bola was actually the very first person I got on the mic after the event. So, uh, the endorphins were still running, the adrenaline still running through my system. My mind was blown at just how incredible it, it was to experience what started as just a little, you know, talk shop uh, between two people has grown into this massive community of individuals who are passionate about African tech, uh, digital innovation and other things related. So, um, yeah, so that's the context for the conversation you're about to listen to. So without any further ado, Here's me chatting with Bola Lawal of ScholarX. Take a listen. I'm sitting here with my brother from Nigeria, um, by way of Texas, in a way. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Houston, Texas, yes. I'm, I'm just in a very grateful mood at the moment, but um, also quite moved by how this little podcast that started two years ago has connected me with someone I've been watching uh, you know, from a distance, build a startup and, and now be here in person, attend this event live and now be on this podcast. It's quite crazy. It's um, unbelievable. I'm floating right now, like I told you. Uh, this event, being able to come here and witnesses and participate and ask questions and just get insight from great minds that are doing great things and then meet you in person and see the energy. It's incredible and unbelievable. Uh, I just, words can express you know, the kind of happiness and joy that's in me just because Africa is moving and it's moving fast. And, I mean, I have to say, you know, big up to the amazing work you guys are doing, plugging a huge gap and trying to connect um, Africans with the, the, the funding they need to, to take the next step educationally at some of the best institutions in the world. And so you're repping for that side of things as well as repping for Niger, as well as repping for Texas. You're you're in an amazing position right now because you've got something really huge lined up uh, in just a few days. I don't know how much of it you want to talk about, but okay. it's it's points to how well you're doing and what the prospects might be for your business. So I probably don't want to say the name, so just not to jinx myself. But there's a big uh, uh, fund for say the uh, funds of uh, early stage, and uh, we we're in the running uh, to get a um, face to face interview or phone interview. And so we're very excited about that. Hopefully, you know, things can progress well because what we're really doing is to create impact and, and that kind of impact that will be a multiplier effect. You know, the more funds that we can raise, the more young people we can help. Not just, you know, build our reach, but also create additional scholarships to assist these young individuals. And, and continue to extend into different markets. We, we started off in Nigeria. We, we announced that we're launching in Ghana. From my experience being in South Africa, Joe Burke for a week, South Africa is next. And so being able to start to make that inroads and, and try to impact lives and help people, you know, it's very uh, um, exciting. And, and, and we have our fingers crossed and we're hopeful. And so, you know, you obviously being stateside as well as being from Nigeria, being as well-traveled as you are, you have 
the opportunity to see the differences and maybe in some cases the sameness as far as the different ecosystems exactly. around the world. Like, what stands out to you in terms of what's working well and, and you know, and what might need to catch up a little bit in as far as um, the ecosystems you've mentioned, you know, South Africa, Ghana, Nigeria. So, so off the bat, you know, first thing is what are people working on and what's kind of difference? Like when I look at the ecosystem in Africa broadly, I look at people trying to make impact, you know, trying to fix something that's not already there at all. And then, you know, being closely uh, associated with a lot of startups and a lot of my friends up in the U.S. and some in the U.K. is, okay, this is already working. How can we make it faster, better, bigger? So that's kind of the, divide, the difference I've seen. So what I'm hopeful of is, a, you know, a melting point of both. You know, where we've gotten to a point that we've had a lot of solutions that blocked a lot of holes that exist. And then how can we now start making a lot of um, technologies and innovations, inno- innovative technologies towards making things faster, better, uh, more, more, more tech, technologically advanced. You know, we have the human capital in Africa. That's one advantage we have. Young people, it's a very young continent. Average age, for example, in Nigeria, 18 years old. So we start to fix, um, block the holes and then start being innovative and, and creating a lot of advanced technologies that the rest of the world will, will adopt. So that's, you know, my excitement and, and some of the things I've seen around the different ecosystems. You know, you know we call South Africa, for example, you know, very organized, very, you know, things are moving well. You know, Nigeria, we have the quality, the quantity. You know, I'd like us to get to the point where, you know, we're organized as well and we're moving forward. But this is exciting all around. And so tell me a little bit about ScholarX and some of the things that you're excited about. Maybe some of our listeners aren't familiar with your platform. Just a quick overview of what you guys offer and the value proposition of your platform. Also, um, impact is important, but the business model and the sustainability as well is quite important. So give us a sense of how you've married the two and what you're most excited about going forward. Okay. So need is something people always throw loosely. Okay, if you look at the Maslow theory you know, of needs, you know, the hierarchy of needs, some of the things, you need water, you need shelter, you need food. We get to a point, we need education. It's a need. And, and to be able to get that need, you have to be able to afford it or finance it or fund it. And, and so what Scholax really is essentially is the bridge between students that, that are looking for opportunities, students and opportunities that help helping build that uh, build that bridge, and so we're uh, impact startup. We've built a mobile and a mobile and in a web platform where African youths can easily access scholarship opportunities, both in their home country and globally. So UK, US, Canada, Australia. Just think about it. You know, the key important thing for people to understand is while we have um, a. a, a a little bit problem with capacity in Africa with, with education, especially the public university, not having a lot of seats for people. Overseas, abroad, they have unlimited capacity. And that's why even some governments will, will give out scholarships and then they'll even buy a plane ticket to come to their country to study. So what we're trying to do is make sure that people know about all these opportunities. At the, at the, on their cell phone, online, they can easily navigate, search. We have created It's a very, very uh, fantastic UI and UX, very easy to, to, to navigate. So you usually put in a few criteria and you find opportunities to study pretty much anywhere in the world. That, that's it. 
Now, from a business standpoint, we're building a platform that's going to have millions of young people, young African people. That alone, in, in, yeah, at, the, at the GSA conference, you know, the big quote of, of the day was, data is the new oil. So you think about it, we're building a platform of, a, of, of the, the growing population in the world, young people. There are a lot of strategic partnership opportunities that we'll be able to monetize from that. The other thing is we also run a subscription model. So it's very low. It's about a dollar a year, depending on what country you are. And we get a lot of people on the platform. So that's one way. And then down the line, things like ads will, will, you know, will be. But, but if you think about the kind of data that we could put together, also the niche data in the sense that, I mean, uh, you're, you're getting in many, in many respects the cream of Africa's young people applying for these. So, I mean, it's often Africa's smartest, most promising young people applying for these, for these opportunities. And the data on those kind of people must be quite valuable, especially after they complete. Exactly. You, you know, you're looking for young people in terms of employment, in terms of movement, even some as simple as get involved in, in policy. And, you know, one of the things that we'll be championing, for example, will be during major elections, we don't support any candidate, but we would say for A, B, C, and D to happen to help out, you know, education-wise in Africa, we need to understand what, what these candidates are for so that these young people, there are plenty of them, they, they shape elections, you know, education policy, who, what candidates are, are championing that. So those, because we already have access to them, direct access to them. So just think about social impact that we can make with having data of young people and then brands that want to reach them, you know, and, uh, recruitment. I mean, the, the, the opportunities are boundless. Um, we feel like it's a very simple, straightforward idea. Why nobody else had done it before is beyond me. Before we even decided to grin like this, we searched every day for a few weeks to as I was adamant, like, there's no way nobody's doing this. And luckily for us, no one is, and we decided to jump on it. We think this is great. We think we can impact people. One of the cool things that we'll be doing is uh, Fest, Academic Festival, where we're going to different cities in Africa, major cities, and we'll have speakers, speakers come talk to students. We'll do an edtech hackathon, solutions that will help uh, improve education in Africa, We'll do a resume ER. I stole it from college back in Houston. It's, we'll have people wear like lab coats, like look like doctors, and help the students look at their CVs, their resumes, help them out. We have competitions, out. And the different things that we will do. Stop because one of the things that we learned is the issue of exposure. Um, yeah, it's good to give them information to apply for these things, but will they be able to cope? Or even when they get information, what they do with it. So the value added, if you think uh, you just want to sum up our, our business model, it's the value added. All the things that will come with having a massive platform, impact-wise, you know, the monetary value, all those things that come with it is what, you know, should be thought of. So we say, oh, how you make money? Value added. Talk to me about how um, this notion that no one really cares how you became an expert, you know, at least the future doesn't, <laughs> um, how that's changing the relationship we're having as a culture to education. Now, I know in the developing world, we don't have the, now we don't have the privilege of being able to, to undermine the value of what a great education can unlock, perhaps to, more, to the extent that developing communities can. Um, but there has to be something to be said for how the internet is changing, how 
you know, we pursue education and skills transfer or skills acquisition. What do you make of that trend? So with the trend of the, the what they call it, the MOOC. So the deal is, you know, we can't just say, you know, all of a sudden now you can start learning on educa- learning online. Something that wasn't, you know, from from grade school all the way to university, you just, it was introduced to you. So I think it has to start from the babies all the way up because I, from interacting with a lot of African students, have a hard time believing that, you know, getting an undergraduate degree online for, for someone that is not being groomed throughout his primary education all the way with technology and all of a sudden you want to get a degree online. I think it has to be a gradual process. Uh, it's good. It's an alternative. I, I actually, you know, for people trying to get their master's degree, it's a very good option. You can actually get some degrees from University of London and certain places. Staying at home and you get online and you go do your, uh, when you're done, you go to the graduation ceremony out there. So I, I think it's a gradual process, but it's not a, I don't see it as a direct substitute right now just because it's not been in existence for a while. You, you have people that don't have that background in learning. Now, look at little kids, a two-year-old, give them an iPad, a two-year-old can't navigate it. That kind of person growing through can't easily study anything online because that's the background. You know, the background that we have right now is it's not all the way there yet, so it's not yet a substitute for full-scale classroom learning in terms of higher education. Yes, I think, it, I think it's great for reverse engineering outcomes in terms of, like, uh, and like you say, I think there's a professional class of people who are now in a position to reverse engineer uh, issues through acqu- acquiring skills quite cheaply and easily using the internet and some of these platforms. But um, education degrees and, and, and sort of formal learning as a classification process, as a sort of formalized, uh, or institutionalized, almost measurable, standardized form of learning, I don't think is going away anytime soon. I think it would throw the, the professional world into chaos, and I don't think it needs to. I just do think that um, it's something to, to bear in mind as a really good option to supplement yes. uh, a, a solid regimen, if you think. And, and the other thing I wanted to add to that is informal education. Uh, last week, uh, I, had, I was talking about coming about a uh, minister from Nigeria, seeing her here at the GC, and it turned into an economic summit on my Facebook page. And one of the things that came out of it was, you know, there's a lot of focus on formal, informal education. But informal education, too, is very important because, like you say, it doesn't matter, you know, how you learn anything. Um, the informal education is very important in the sense that you can start to expose people into different things that help their business. It doesn't have to be all... You're in a classroom. You could it'd be a cobbler. It could be a carpenter, a mechanic. You could help them out and have programs that show them how they could add, use technology to kind of a continuous learning thing to help them improve their business. You show a cobbler, you know, you can make different kinds of shoes and show them how to make shoes on YouTube. And they see lots of videos on YouTube about making set of those different things. So informal, informal education is very important at this point as well. And, and I think, you know, things will be developed to help push that as well.
Bola, man, thank you so much for talking to me, man, and being the first person to actually sort of help me come to terms with the beautiful time really we had interacting with my African brothers and sisters and our and our friends from beyond, man, uh, at this at this event and and all the best with GEC, all the best for this for this pitch. By the time our listeners listen to this, those people will have heard your pitch, and I know they're going to be impressed. And if they don't buy in, well, too bad for them. Someone else will. <laughs> I hope so, and fingers crossed. Thank you very much for having me. For sure, man. Many, many thanks to you, Bola, and uh, the team at ScholarX. We certainly wish you the best. We'll definitely be checking in with uh, Bola and his team to find out how their efforts to to land the next round of funding they need to, uh, you know, for the next leg of their journey, how that is going for them. I have no doubt uh, that given the quality of the team they have and also just the quality of the execution they've they've demonstrated so far, also the traction they've they've managed to to achieve with their business i have no doubt that they'll come right eventually wishing them all the best certainly again i look forward to meeting at least some of you in ghana this week accra in fact at the enterprise africa summit hosted by uh, the british council it's a pretty big deal i believe one of the biggest summits of its kind in the country i certainly look forward uh, to being there and rubbing shoulders with you and hopefully getting some of you on the mic to chat with us in the meantime though please keep uh, those tweets and facebook posts coming we love to hear from you uh, on Twitter, we're at African Roundup. On Facebook, we're facebook.com forward slash African Tech Roundup. And of course, we love those emails, guys. So keep them coming, particularly those emails uh, that come along with voice note messages. And so if you have anything to say or contribute to our show, we'd love to hear from you. Send us a voice note. Uh, the email address is hello at africantechroundup.com. And so one last time, a big thank you to this week's podcast sponsor, GoDaddy, uh, for backing this episode of the African Tech Roundup. Remember that you can buy your own domain name, uh, build your site, or use any of GoDaddy's business tools and save yourself 30% by going to trygodaddy.com forward slash African Tech. That's trygodaddy.com forward slash African Tech. And so that's it for this week's African Tech Roundup. A light, I assure you, next week's episode and certainly the next one. So that's episode 100 and 101 will not be nearly as light. It's going to be packed with incredible insights from all of the amazing panelists we had at African Tech Roundup Live, uh, as well as the incredible fireside chat I had with Musa Kalenga. Uh, you do not want to miss the next two episodes of the African Tech Roundup. Can't wait to catch up with you next week. In the meantime, Africa, do take care. <laughs>